Yeah, it's an exciting time to be part of the company. I agree, but I think on a smaller scale, like what we can do with the content team, we just mm. do more, yeah. it's going to be different, um, mm. but there's good things coming. Yeah, definitely. Got a good foundation now, we just need to find the next piece of the puzzle. When you guys are ready, let's see what I have to say. Cool. Have a good day. Are we good? Yeah. Right, so I'm Tom, I'm from the social team, and I thought I'd sit down with the content team because we're currently looking for someone to join their team at the moment. So I'm going to dive straight in and say what makes a good digital marketing specialist at D22? Good question. <laughs> it's a big question. It is a big question. I think for me, first, a skill is like being versatile. Like you always, every day will probably be different. You'll always be writing for different clients. You'll always be picking up different tasks. Like no day is the same. So I think just like being able to adapt um, and yeah, be ready to, to take on lots of different kinds of challenges. Yeah, I think in that vein, if someone's got agency experience, that helps, doesn't it? Because yeah. they're more flexible and more adaptable. I think in this role specifically, so 22, I think if you do like writing, mm. that's obviously a big one. It is a content focused digital marketing specialist role. So you do have a passion for writing, um, you want to have a real impact on your client results. Mm. that's probably what you'll need and all we're looking for is that passion to come in every day and create good content whether it's an email or a blog mm. um, doing that to a high level for our clients the role's changed a bit recently and I'd like to get a bit more insight into how it's changed and why we've made the change yeah so in the past we had well obviously Will on the lead gen side Beth and the other writers on the blog writing side um, we're combining those roles now so you, know, you are going to take ownership of your client's content end-to-end -end from strategy to blogs, um, emails, workflows, automation, results. Um, rather than having two or three people dedicated to one client and trying to share that knowledge, why not combine it all so one person's accountable for it? And I think it just makes for a more exciting role as well. Um, it won't get boring. Um, mm. Probably the best way to get invested into your client and the industry as well if you're doing it day in, day out. Yeah, 100%. I agree, yeah. I think um, it's better for the individual. It's more of a variety, but it's probably better for the client as well. Like, we can work a bit more closer with social and even with the strategist. It's just easier if you're taking more ownership over one client, isn't it? So. Like, individually as well. It's, yeah, it's great for the client, but also your own growth, your own opportunities. Get to work in HubSpot more. That's the other thing. Like, if you're hungry to learn, this is the perfect role because HubSpot moves at such a fast pace. There's always going to be something new you have to adopt. Mm. Uh, and learn how to do uh, so I think just if you're in the role you are going to get chances to grow and progress and try new things in the past writers wouldn't have used HubSpot as no. much but now you're going to be living in it day in day out what does a day in the life look like of a digital marketing specialist so it is a content heavy role so it'll involve writing blogs writing emails workflows creating landing pages um, you'll work close with Will on the marketing assets, improving them, analysing them, working CTAs, living and breathing in HubSpot. Um, that's a big thing and a big change in this role. Um, so it can vary really, but that's the kind of the typical task of me involved. And of course, reporting and switching up tactics based on whatever did do well and didn't do so well. Yeah, yeah. As well as that, there's also been involved with like the campaign planning, supporting the strategies. So whether that's tactics for a new campaign and obviously you know we make those decisions through analysis so looking at how a 
an old campaign performed and how we can you know make things better next time around so yeah as well as the actual doing side of things like getting stuck into HubSpot you know working on you know writing good content there's also the other side of the coin where you've got to do all the analysis and, and look at the analytics and the data and help the team make better decisions and get better results for the client. Yeah, I think in terms of the, like, the nitty gritty of how we work, we're hybrid work now. So you can start at eight, you mm. can finish at six, you know, between those hours that you can work at home. We work off a project management software. Um, so in, in terms of that, some stuff's done for you. You come in, you kind of know what's due on that day, but then at the same time, you're very in control of your own role and what you can do on a day and what you think is a priority as well. Yeah. I think the most exciting part of this switch is, in the past, one of the frustrations that we've had is, for example, Beth might write the blog and download side of it, who might do emails as kind of who analyzes what, mm. who takes ownership of it. So now you might have you know your bunch of clients. You're responsible for those clients. You work on the strategy. You work on creating that content. You work on analyzing it, um, the results, and then you make or suggest impactful changes that you're going to try next month. What tactics are you going to try? It's not going to have to be, yeah. You'll have the guys to lean on. They're going to have their own clients and what tactics they're trying. But that's when you don't need to rely on someone else telling you here's what you should do. I think that's the most exciting bit of the new role is you're in control of it. I think as well is like you know the, the team and the company's never standing still so if you have um, you know something you think might work whether it's a process change whether it's you know whatever it is a, a new piece of software like there's nothing holding you back from putting your hand up and saying that you think something might work and it will most probably you know be implemented because our voice is definitely heard at the company um, so yeah. that's interesting as well Within, within all that as well, we've got like lots of different meetings and you'll, you'll probably work on things that aren't really necessarily assigned to you but you just end up chatting to different people so you'll get involved with a lot of stuff in the company yeah. and a lot of different roles as well. Yeah. Like you guys working with Solifil, quite mm. close working with Malala designers. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of cross-team collaboration yeah. um, which is great. Um, I think you've just got, got to be ready to, you know, get to know people one of our you know uh, building strong relationships is is again what what the the built the company's like built around so mm -hmm. we're a close team um, it's continuously growing so there's always new faces coming through the door and it's just about yeah getting to know each other and how we can work best to, to get good results so if someone's to join the team straight off the bat what advice would you give them it could be like in the first week mm. um, how would you introduce yourself to people? Yeah. What would you, what advice would you give? Num number one, put the HubSpot certs like speed it up by 200%, <laughs> get them done quicker and jump into it. I think mm. you always say that with like, you can teach me how to do things, but mm. just have a play around in HubSpot and jump into it. Like experimenting is the best way to learn, do you agree? Yeah, that's exactly what, what I did when I first started, you know, over three years ago, I just, it's all well and good kind of watching someone do something on a screen but the best way to learn especially with HubSpot because it is so user-friendly like is to just have a bash at itself and go away and if you've got questions you know then we'll always be here to help and that's the other thing you know there's there's three of us here that are you know 100% willing to put the time into to help people you know grow and develop because we've been there ourselves we understand there's you know quite a lot to take on learning about new clients learning about HubSpot but I'll be able to offer the support you need to make sure that you can you know, smash the roll. <laughs>
Yeah, the big one for me is asking asking questions. There's no wrong question. It's not just limited to us either. We've got a team full of people with HubSpot experience. You can ask anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it won't need to feel overwhelming. Yeah. HubSpot is kind of a beast, but ask the right questions, as Beth and Will said, get hands-on. That's probably the best way to, to get started and get familiar with it. So, do you think people have any misconceptions about your role, even if that's in the company or just from an outsider's perspective? Probably. I feel like when you job search and when you look at content, there's like content executive, content marketer, content specialist, and they all, every company kind of perceives that to be slightly different. Mm. Uh, so it's probably difficult to explain exactly what it means at Digital 22. Yeah, some of it is quite niche, isn't it? Like if you're writing and building workflows HubSpot, if you're a designer and you've never seen what a workflow looks like, you probably don't have a clue what it is. So I imagine some people do think, what are they actually doing like all day, apart from just like writing content, but that's just like one you know piece of the puzzle is writing the content, there's everything else above that, you know, like the HubSpot stuff workflows. So yeah, it probably is. I mean, like I always think when people outside of work ask me like what do you do I just I don't go into detail because if you don't work in marketing then mm. make people look good yeah make people look good yeah. yeah biggest misconception for me is people probably don't understand how valuable the channel content is mm. in my opinion the number one both revenue driving and results driving channel no offence to video or social <laughs> but I think for me that's the biggest one is the content you create in this role it's easy to not misunderstand but not assume how impactful it is yeah. and the results you're going to get and what that can lead to, especially in an inbound space. Uh, content marketing is massive. Yeah, you've all been in the business for like a different length of time, so it's quite a big question again. Um, what have your experiences been like um, and how have your roles changed? I know, Beth, um, you started probably the last. Yeah, about, about five months ago. Mm. So. Mm been a shortish period of time but yeah it's really progressed at a quick rate I think I, I was surprised at every time I say oh I have an idea mm. to say rather in a meeting I'll be like yeah just do it then like I think that's such a nice thing about uh, D22 is that you can kind of just take ownership of whatever you want and they really encourage people to just be independent and, mm. and do the projects they want to do so yeah I think we've probably been here I know you've done two stints but We've, we've probably been here for like a, a similar, <laughs> a similar like length of time, and obviously the business is like since when I started there was eighteen people. Now it's obviously close to fifty. Like we're in a brand new, you know, massive office compared to what we were in. Like the, the you know, the rate of growth has been obviously an amazing thing to be part of and proud of as well. Like. You know, we contributed to that growth, you know, mm. and they tell us that every single day, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to have these amazing plans like Canada and offices down in London. And yeah, it's, it's obviously, the future looks bright and, you know, very exciting. When you first joined D22, did you have any like misconceptions or even when you were just applying and looking for a job, did you have any misconceptions about the company that when you got here it was completely different to what you expected? We've chatted about this a bit, that I was worried it was going to be quite corporate. Mm. Not that it gives off that impression, but I just never worked in an office. Mm. I've always worked in a freelance or remotely. So I just thought like any office was the devil. 
but it's not like that, which is a nice thing. Yeah, it's chilled out. I mean, you can see like we're chilled out. We're in a pub filming a podcast. <laughs> and so, so, what was like like the transition from going freelance to working in an agency? What's that like? Uh, a lot more people, a lot more faces to to learn the names, but relatively easy, surprisingly easy to get on board with it, and much better for like work-life balance, I'd say. So. I think for me, obviously, like inbound marketing. What what is inbound marketing? Like, I hadn't I hadn't really. Heard, I mean, I did marketing at uni, but it wasn't something I'd like really heard that much about or knew that much about. Mm. So, I think coming to a you know an inbound agency, I was that was kind of interesting and great to learn about something new. And now I'm obviously fully invested in the concept and HubSpot and and, and where it's going. So. So yeah, and then, and then just I guess like a, a Martin age in Cliverall, it was kind of it almost felt too good to be true, like on my doorstep. But no, yeah, no, no misconception. It's just just intrigue, really. What's your favourite memory so far at G Twenty Two? Mine's a mine's a random one, but it was a it was a client kickoff when we went to to London, like a group of us. I think there were like six of us, but we went to see them, and it was like over a couple of days and. It was great to meet the client first of all. Like we had a really good time. We met all the different divisions, and they were all great. And we learned loads about them. And then, yeah, we just had a like really good night out in London afterwards. And it's just I remember the weather being great, and like we went to a really nice restaurant, and it was just like a, a good bonding sesh. And just yeah, just one that sticks in my mind. Just a, a really nice trip down to London. On the back of that, I think mine's yet to come. I think mm. I'm looking forward to Edinburgh next month. Yeah, that'll be. An interesting time. Because that's our first trip as a team yeah. since COVID, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. It's been a while since, obviously, like the last big one was Dublin as well. Which that's what I was going to be your answer then. Dublin's great, yeah, lots lots of Guinness was consumed, so I was happy <laughs> on that front. Um, but yeah, we've, we've done loads of stuff like yeah. as a team. And there's a lot going on, like little memories like the FIFA League, Dungeons and Dragons Film Club, a lot of mm. things like that. Going down to every man after work. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite will be Love Inbound One. Um, I think obviously coming in early, and I'm sure a lot of companies do say we're going to grow out faster. Mm. Uh, I think Love Inbound One for me kind of cemented like you know, we are moving in the right direction. And the yeah. people that came to listen to the speakers, the speakers we got the event we put on in, in Holmes Mill, um, seeing a lot of our clients in the same space. Um, I think it kind of really established us as the voice of email marketing in, in, in this industry. We all talked about what the day-to-day life of content writer was, but obviously filming stuff like this isn't day-to-day, so what out of the ordinary stuff can we expect? This is a good one, isn't it? Again, uh, Jonathan to drag in front of the camera, that's always fun. Um, we have our podcast, but yeah. on a bit of a hiatus at the minute, but we do have that, yeah, um, maybe client visits. A lot now things are opening up again. We've had quite a few of our clients coming into the office, so you can expect to, you know, probably be seeing those guys face to face sometimes, whether it's them coming to us or us going to them. But you know, like I touched on before, one of my favourite memories is being down in London. We've got clients all over the country, some international as well. So yeah, um, going to see see people, see new faces, new places. Speak out events, plan the hook, yeah. the love inbound event, helping set that up. There kind of is no ordinary though, is no. there? And no. I think that's what I like about it. Mm. You don't go into work and go into like a sad little grey cubicle, mm. like right for hours on end. 
yeah. it's always people that's gonna like come and grab you and like be like kind of pick your brains for a second about something yeah. or yeah, invite you to do a podcast. Yeah, the week the weeks go so quick because yeah. there's just there's always something happening, something you've been getting stuck into, like and like I said before, apart outside of the actual working stuff, like there's always stuff happening in the office as well. We've got like a FIFA tournament if you're into that kind of thing, you know, we play football after work do bake-offs you know we do all kinds of stuff like activities team activities so there's all that side of things as well i think it can feel new every day as well because we're hot desk yeah. so we're always sitting next to someone new or across from someone new and that's always nice to get to know each other and um that throws up a lot of variety i think as well i think the good thing is when you're here as will said your voice is heard so it's not just asking ricky can i do this thing like Film club, for example, started overnight, and every Thursday we watch a film. Mm-hmm. You're in the office or downstairs mm-hmm. every month cinema, or you're the guys playing Dungeons and Dragons every every week. Yeah. Um, so you know your voice is heard. There are a lot of fun stuff to do if you're into hiking and stuff like that. Yeah. That happens mm-hmm. a fair bit here. Yeah, we've done running challenges. We've mm-hmm. done you know, like talking about doing marathons, mm-hmm. like not charity works. Yeah, charity work. Yeah, yeah. that's been quite a big focus. Like choosing the charity of the year, hasn't it? Yeah. Everyone can get involved, you don't have to be sporty, you don't have to be whatever, you can bake, you can do whatever. I think everyone's open mm-hmm. to, if you've got a suggestion, jump in. I think on a serious level as well, I appreciate that you know the directors do company meetings with us and mm. tell us all the stats and figures. Mm. I think that's that's a great thing that they kind of don't keep that locked away in a file. Very transparent company, mm. aren't we? Yeah. We like to all make they like to make sure that we're all on the same page and and know where things are at. So like Beth said, we'll do company updates and the guys will talk about, you know, revenue, they'll talk about goals hit, they'll talk about future plans and we're in the know about everything, which is which is obviously great. Feedback's a big one. Employee feedback, you know, creating that and actually making changes from it, like flexible working, yeah. changing hours and locations. Mm. So what are you most proud of at D22 so far? Heavy questions. Heavy questions. Good question. We're not holding back. I think, like, just what I touched on before, just like being part of the growth of the company. Like, however fast we've grown in the three years I've been here, like, it's just great to see and great to be part of the team. And you know, what Ricky and Mark are doing, and you know, helping them achieve their goals. And yeah, it's just I'm just proud to be part of the D22 family. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Love that and. Uh, knowing you've done your bit in a client success as well mm. and there might be one or two blogs one or two emails that have just unlocked so much for mm. a client saying you know what i had my hands on that we've had blogs in events that have been raised as a good mm. example uh, some of our blogs performing the best for years for clients and the customers they get through it and stuff and knowing you've had your hands on that even mm. if it's a little bit and that's quite quite a proud achievement yeah I agree. I feel bad if I don't if I don't agree. If you don't agree with proud that, yeah. Proud to be part of the team. Proud to have survived in the office. <laughs> That's like Jaguar instinct. Nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think it's quite nice going back to what you said, Razor. Like everyone shouts about the feed, like each other's good feedback. It's encouraged mm. that we all share our wins and um, grow together. So that's, that's a nice bit of part of D twenty two. What are we all most excited about for the future of D twenty two? Uh, the calendar office mm-hmm. so Ricky and Mark are working hard to try and make Digital 22 go international mm-hmm. uh, if that's happening now 
Uh, it's obviously we're based in Clitheroe. This is D23 headquarters, you could say. Mm-hmm. We're always going to be based here. Uh, but we are opening an office in London, which people are excited about, and in Nova Scotia and Canada as well. So we've picked out some nice-looking offices, and I think we're just fighting over who gets to go there first. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the one I'm most excited about is seeing the company grow, and I think this is the next massive milestone mm-hmm. is going international. Yeah, and I think, obviously, our partnership with HubSpot, they're just about to set up a, in a new office in London as well at mm-hmm. a pretty similar time, so... You know, being able to build on that partnership will be much closer together. Obviously, they're based in Dublin at the moment only, so it's it's not always as easy to go and see them. But having them down in London and those guys having an office in London means that we're only going to be able to collaborate, you know, better and, and see them more in person and, and build, you know, build on on what we've already got. So yeah, that's what I'm excited about. And so on that, how can people apply for this role? Uh, there should be a link at the bottom of wherever you're watching this. Mm-hmm. Uh, fill out the application and. Mel will get back to you. Smash it. Well, cheers for that, guys. Enjoyed that. That's some power. Thanks, Thanks, guys.